2015 has been a record year for massive hacker breaches in the healthcare sector, including the cyber attack on health insurer Anthem Inc., which affected nearly 80 million individuals. So, what might 2016 hold for breaches in the healthcare sector? I'm Marian Kolbasak McGee, executive editor of Information Security Media Group. Today, I'm speaking with Michael Bremer, vice president of Experian Data Breach Resolution. Michael will be talking to us about some of his predictions about breaches in 2016, especially as they relate to the healthcare sector. Now, Experian is releasing its third annual data breach industry forecast report. What top breach trends do you anticipate we'll see in 2016, especially in the healthcare sector? This year's predictions. Again, this is our third annual. We see some trends that have continued on. From 2015, and healthcare data breaches or breaches within the healthcare sector、uh, come to the forefront again. In addition to that, there are a couple other ones that also apply to healthcare. Out of the five that we're making, two of them are the EMV chip and pin liability shift, and the fact that it really won't stop breaches, and then also the increase in cyber conflicts between countries. That we're going to leave businesses and consumers as collateral damage. So, what's changing the most when it comes to the healthcare sector and breaches? What sorts of breaches do you think that we'll see in the healthcare sector that we need to be paying more attention to in 2016? Well, as we saw with the breaches like Anthem and Premira, the big healthcare hacks are going to continue to make the headlines. But what's different? Is that smaller breaches within healthcare and the pharmaceutical industry are going to cause a lot more damage? Medical records are, are worth up to ten times more than other PII, including credit card numbers or even SSNs. And with healthcare, you have the treasure trove of not only the PII, you also have Medical records, insurance records for those people that either couldn't qualify for health care or didn't have insurance to begin with. So now, with that said, what should healthcare entities and their business associates be doing to prevent, detect, and respond to these breaches? And where do you see the most room for improvement that's needed? The areas in healthcare where I think the biggest problem lies in terms of prevention is. Organizations not knowing where their data is within their own network. There are so many interconnected systems, and then even one of the predictions from 2015, where we talked about the Internet of Things, in the medical field or healthcare, you have so many connected devices that carry protected health information. That's a real problem. The second area, which has made the news in many of these large breaches. Is the fact that business associates or third parties, not necessarily the prime hospital or healthcare organization involved, but it's the vendors that are servicing those networks, those healthcare institutions that have PHI and don't have the same level of security standards that the covered entity does. As we've seen in 2015, the health plans have been a big target. Do you think that will continue into next year, and why? Well, even though the final forensics 
has not been released on the Anthem breach and some of these other healthcare breaches. Our second prediction talks about the cyber conflict between countries and the fact that China has been one nation state that has been attributed to these large healthcare breaches. They're looking for data, and just as they have tried to do with the Office of Personnel Management breaches, they're collecting large pieces of data that maybe not one single incident gives you a complete profile, but when you have a number of large incidents with information that can be put together to either use as leverage or extortion on certain people or to create synthetic identities, healthcare and especially these smaller distributed networks are prime targets. In some of these large incidents that we've seen in 2015, Anthem, Primera, some of the others, has there been any evidence of any of the IDs or any of this information showing up, for instance, on the black market for medical ID theft, or is it still a matter of waiting to see what happens to this data that was taken? In many of the breaches that we've discussed, Marianne, there hasn't been a direct dump of that data onto the dark web to be used for financial gain. The pundits are then thinking that, okay, the people that have taken the data are just holding on to it and amassing it with other pieces of data, and that's even a little bit more dangerous because it can be used not only for other things, but instead of being impacted immediately within months of the incident occurring, People are left waiting to say, when is that other shoe going to drop and will that data be used fraudulently, whether it's by a nation state or someone else, down the road. Now, you also mentioned EMV as being a a trend that you're looking at in terms of breaches in 2016. In what way and how? Well, despite the fact that you had the liability shift in October 2015 for vendors to adopt the EMV chip and pin technology, there are a lot of retailers and healthcare institutions that haven't adopted the new technology, and they're as susceptible with this distributed network that I talked about earlier, just like gas stations or ATMs that have been exempt from it. There are a lot of hospitals that have retail units or even in their billing areas that haven't converted over to the EMV chip and pin technology, so they're taking on the liability for breaches that occur within their system, and so healthcare actually is somewhat going to have collateral damage due to their number of chip and pin terminals that still exist um, that haven't been converted. Do you have any predictions for 2016 when it comes to health data breaches that involve insiders? Any patterns of those incidents shifting at all? And if so, how? Although we don't call out the fact that employee negligence is another trend that we're seeing in 2016 specifically, the number of breaches that have employee negligence, whether it's a true malicious insider or it's just general employee negligence, 80% of the breaches that we've worked so far in 2015 have in fact been a cause of employee negligence. And I don't think that's going to change in the healthcare field as well as in other fields. 
And when you say employee negligence, do you mean accidental sorts of incidents or how about malicious sorts of things? It's both. Unfortunately, Marianne, people doing stupid stuff, as I say, is the largest cause. It's as simple as putting a non-production server into production, not turning on a malware or firewall detection, or as simple as the old lost laptop or lost USB key. So, Mike, with all this said, any advice for the healthcare sector to better prepare for the breach trends that you're predicting for 2016? What should they be doing that they're not doing now or could be doing better? Well, we saw from a separate preparedness study that we did with the Poneman Institute, only about 33% of organizations are focused on increased employee privacy and security training that's job-specific. I really think the area where most organizations, especially healthcare, are not committing enough resources is to the regular employee training, and it means it starts at the board level. It has to be a priority, and it has to cascade itself down not only through the covered entity organization, but also through the business associates because their level of security and privacy awareness is just as important as with the covered entity. So that's number one. Number two, I think there are going to be new threats within organizations. You mentioned some of the malicious insiders, and there's more of that. We're also thinking that there's going to be more hacktivism, which is an outside threat, but the healthcare industry will not be unnoticed when it comes to some of the activity that we may see in 2016. Michael, also what we saw in 2015 was some of these large hacker attacks were incidents that happened maybe months, in some cases a year or more before they were actually discovered. So a 2015 breach might have been actually like a 2014 breach. Do you think there will be a lot of those sorts of breaches that will be discovered in 2016, things that have maybe going on right now that are not discovered for months and why and what can organizations do to be more on the ball to detect these incidents faster? In the latest survey that I saw from Mandiant, they said that the average time to detection of the data breach across all industries had dropped from about 229 days to just over 200 days. But that still means that you're going almost three-quarters of a year without detecting breaches. And we're seen incidents that we're actually working right now that have not become public that fall into that category that actually had a start in late 2014 and early 2015. So I don't think that trend is, is going to change. The thing that probably helps the most in detecting breaches earlier is having a plan in place and making sure that not only you have the protocols, but also the systems that you can detect things as early to be able to shut them down. But I don't see that trend changing much in 2016. Thanks, Michael. I've been speaking to Michael Bremer of Experian Data Breach Resolution. I'm Marian Kolbasak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.